Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show it is thursday january 19th thank you guys for getting up early with us this half hour just for you thank you as always for checking in we love seeing your texts first thing i do this morning is open up the text line and i see texts from tap in missouri checking in rick diana and sarah jan sandel cujo brian s listening you can tweet us also at Mercedes in the AM. We see your tweets too. Um, let's, looks like Mike is checking in. Melody's Justin is listening this morning. Cynthia, uh, David is checking in. So thank you for that. We love to see it. And good morning. Good morning to you. How you doing? How was your Wednesday night? All swell in your world over there? Yeah, everything's good here. Uh, good day yesterday. Busy day. Had a lot kind of going on. But uh, yeah, it was a good day. I was just uh, getting my stuff set up here in my studio. We're in two separate studios, and that all happened um, when COVID happened. They they wanted to to separate us, um, just you know, for safety reasons. And then when things got a little more lax as far as you know that, um, they said you can go back into the main studio, which is where JC is at. And I was like, you know, I as much as I do miss being in there with you and and chit chatting and stuff, I th- I just like having this area because I have access to a computer, I have access to my own stuff. So I didn't have to ask you to do stuff for me all the time. I always felt bad, like, oh, JC, I got to do this. Can you can you help me with this? Because you were the only one that was had access to the computer. So now every morning, I just love coming in here. It's literally my favorite time of the morning when it's quiet in here. It's dark. I'm setting up my stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's my Zen moment in the morning. I love coming into the studio when it's so quiet in the morning, right before the show's about to start. And then also this 5.30 to 6 a.m. hour where I'm really getting set up for the show and stuff. I don't know. It's my happy place. It's your moment of zen. And and uh, and it's, since it's your studio, there's no one really else that, that would pop in there to use that for production or anything. So 
you leave it in a certain way, I'm sure, and come in and it's all, it, it's waiting for you, ready to go. It's cleaned. Mm-hmm. I keep it clean. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just my happiness in the morning. I, I literally drive in looking forward to, oh, it's going to be nice and quiet, that half hour. I just, I, I love it. It's my happy spot. It's that moment of zen. For me, it is when uh, I come downstairs and the first thing I do is after I get dressed and everything, I go downstairs, I'm getting ready to do my, my pre-show prep. And I empty out the dishwasher and uh, take care of Jack's and the, the, the coffee's done and turn on the news, open up my laptop and sit down with a cup of coffee. And <sighs> I know I've got 45 minutes to an hour of yeah. no interruption, sit there, do my prep. And uh, for about 20 minutes, I'm drinking coffee and then I have my protein bar. And it's 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 very, very enjoyable. Those little moments of Zen that you can find throughout the day. What is your personal moment of Zen? Like, when is it where you're just like, yes. I'm all by myself. I think everybody has one of those. Sometimes it's like when you're driving. Maybe your commute is just, especially if it's not a bad one, where you get stuck in traffic. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the traffic is because you just kind of sit there with your thoughts um, and do your thing. But um, I think we all have that kind of moment where you're like, take a breath, enjoy life, enjoy the quietness, enjoy the stillness. And and yeah, that's funny. I think everybody has one. We've got uh, these videos that run in our break room and they're highlights of the show and they show we, we, we used to do the anniversary celebrations and we do uh, montages of stuff we've done in the studio and there's some older clips in there. And it is so weird because I'm the same way. I love having you in the studio and conversations and stuff. But I'll sit there and I'll, I'll watch those videos in the break room and you're literally just sitting on your side of, of the board with just your laptop and nothing else. I'm like, my gosh, how did we do that? Because you do. You have controls. You can record your commercials. You can access the, the audio equipment. You can fire certain elements that need to be fired. And I look at that. I'm like, you just sat there with just your laptop. And that I, was it. I didn't have access to anything. Once in a while, I could plug in my laptop. I don't know if you remember. The sound play, would make like, too, yeah. Play audio yeah, or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just the sound every time you plug it in. Uh, but now that I just have all this, I, I think this will be it for me. And uh, again, missing you know that in-studio kind of vibe. And that's always fun. But it works out. It's not like we don't see each other. There's literally just a, a pane glass window mm-hmm. in between us. So it's it's almost like we're in the same room together. But I just can't, I, like, I can't envision that world of you not having access to all the stuff you have right now. It's I know. so funny. And so, I need it. Yeah. You like, do. I have a call screener. I can see the the calls. I, I see the elements for the show. So the little things that you, you, didn't, you didn't know that <laughs> yeah. you needed until you had them. And then, so yeah, uh, hopefully you have a moment of Zen this morning. Maybe we're a part of that. And if so, we appreciate you so much. Let's, uh, let's start the show. Time for the pre show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song. Do you want to hear Zombie by the Cranberries? Do you want to hear Summer Girls by LFO? Two kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. Or do you want to hear Milkshake by Khalees? Those are your choices. Tweet us. Vote on our Facebook page. You can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. I'm 
Cause I'm true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Shakira caught her boyfriend cheating thanks to a jar of jam. So Shakira returned home from a trip and found that her jam was gone. And here's the thing, neither Gerard, her boyfriend of 11 years, nor any of her kids like jam. So she figured there had to be someone eating the jam, perhaps his mistress. So then Gerard's mistress, this is this is kind of like the icing on the cake. This is what sealed the deal, I think. Gerard's mistress is in the background of a Zoom call he did from their home back in 2021. And sources say that Shakira was devastated to learn that this, this woman clearly felt at home in the house they shared with their children. That's so messed up. Like, uh, okay, let's be honest. Cheating overall, messed up. But bringing your person that you're cheating with into your home where your family lives is about as low as it gets. It's pretty, pretty invasive. And to think, too, that did they, you know, get intimate in the bed that you sleep in with your significant other? And if that's the case in this situation, uh, you know, Shakira and her boyfriend, they split up and everything. Do you get rid of that mattress? I don't know, but I think it's pretty obvious that they did. I mean, oh, she's they're, like, not, yeah. they're not playing Uno at the, at the house, you know? <laughs> this is my friend. We're playing checkers, and she loves jam. Yeah, oh. she's eating your food, and that is just, you don't, you don't get much lower than that. Uh, well, she has a hit song out right now singing about all the uh, this stuff that this ex-boyfriend did of 11 years. So Fallout Boy is back. Uh, they've been teasing this for a couple of months, and they just dropped a brand new song. It's called Love from the Other Side. So take a listen to some some new music from Fallout Boy. Have you heard this song before? Did you know the song was coming out? I did not. I did not. It, I like the sound of it, though. It's it's just your classic Fallout Boy sound. I love it. So this is uh, their new album. This is the first single off the new album. The new album is called So Much for Stardust, and that is coming out uh, March 24th, and that'll be their eighth studio album. The last album that Fallout Boy put out was back in 2018. So parents, Mercedes, I want you to think of um, the, the worst time that you scared one of your kids. So Rob Lowe pranked his sons when they were eight and six years old by dressing up as Bigfoot during a camping trip in the Pacific Northwest. His kids are growing up now, so this was 22 years ago, but here he is telling the story on The Kelly Clarkson Show. I hopped out in the middle of the night and walked around the campfire in the distance making like horrible noises. It was so sick. It was the best. My kids are six and eight. They would never sleep again. Well, one of them, Matthew, came up and kicked me in the you-know-whats. <laughs> What'd the other one do? He, he vomited. <laughs> he made his oh, kid dang. vomit from that prank. That is so messed up. I mean, to, th- to think of all the the steps you had to go through to make that happen and find the Bigfoot costume, <laughs> haul it in there without your kids seeing it, changing into it without being obvious. Like, there were a lot of steps taken to make this prank uh, uh, a reality. He was dedicated. If I'm six years old, though, and I see Bigfoot, I think I, I'm either going to kick, you know, the one son, very brave, walks up, kicks him, you know, in, in the private taking action. The other one starts to vomit. Have you ever scared your kids to the point where they got sick or had a had a physical reaction towards you? No, not well, not not on that level. Definitely not on that level. Rob Lowe taking things to new heights. So this is just kind of a little interesting follow-up. The, the U.S. Senate is going to begin its hearings 
on Ticketmaster and its lack of competition next Tuesday. This all started after the whole Taylor Swift ticket disaster. The hearing is titled, That's the Ticket, Promoting Competition and Protecting Consumers and Live Entertainment. So maybe we'll see some action taken after that whole just... I mean, any luck on getting tickets to that t- Taylor Swift show? I, I didn't get any tickets when that happened. Did you? No, but any any headway of seeing anything? Or are you looking at tickets on the secondary market to try to buy them? Oh, or? I have I haven't even checked. I I just assume they're ridiculous. No, oh. no, nothing here. So maybe something will come out of that. And then last one here. Get ready for more Megan, the internet's favorite demonic dancing doll, is returning to theaters in 2025. So this movie came out a couple weeks ago. It cost 12 million dollars to make. So far globally. It's made $91 million. That would be a success. Huge success. So Megan 2.0 is scheduled for January of 2025. And we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1763. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, January 19th. Six o'clock straight up. Welcome. So good to have you here almost to the weekend. Uh, short week for some of you. And uh, if so, yeah, you, you might be thrown off that it's already Thursday. Even though it was a short week, I feel like it should be Friday. I don't know why I'm really thrown off. This it's the week. same thing. Why does it happen with this, this, these shorter weeks? It's so nice having that extra day, that bonus day to do whatever. But yeah, it just messes with your body clock, I think. Yeah, definitely uh, a little off, but um, doing well here. How was your day yesterday? Day was good. Had some meetings in the afternoon and then got home from those and uh, wanted to get to the gym. So I got to the gym last night. Really nice workout last night. And then Laura, she was in L.A. for for work stuff. And she got home last night, probably about 7 o'clock or so, 7.30. So when she got home, we were just, uh, you know, catching up on the past couple days. And she was recapping her trip. And she had some cool stuff with the president of her company. And so she was really thrilled about that. And it was just it was it was a nice night. It was nice to have her back in the house. And uh, all was well in my house last night. Oh, good, good. How was your day? It was good. It was good. Yeah, just uh, did had this. I had the TV show in the afternoon um, and got home, made some dinner. Uh, Brooklyn had practice till late. So, you know, it was one of those nights where we kind of ate in shifts last night. But um, all was well. Went for a walk. It's freezing last night. And I was thinking, like, man, it's going to be even worse. I guess at like 5 o'clock tonight, the weather is supposed to get really, really, really cold and windy. And it's going to be pretty rough. So enjoy. Enjoy it during the day while you can, because come five o'clock, it's going to get kind of rough out there. Yeah, same. Maybe a chance of some snow showers, like in the far west and the in the foothills and the mountains up there, are getting some snow showers and stuff. Is, yeah. that, is that walking weather still? Um, yeah, we that or I'll ride the bike. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. I mean, I definitely need to do something. I I do something every day, and so we'll figure it out. It's definitely not garage weather uh, with weights and stuff because I th- I feel like it gets even colder in the garage. So I'll either we'll either do the walk and try to that makes me walk faster, so <laughs> I warm up faster, or I'll stay inside and and do the exercise bike. Uh, I, I you know I I've had some people offer like hey you know try this gym and and uh you know see if you like it we'll give you a free pass and i think i do i do enjoy the gym environment but i i don't know there i just like doing my own thing i i don't know i i think the introvert in me comes out when it comes to working out it's like i just kind of want to do my own thing i i I totally get it when when uh with the pandemic and the shutdown i put together a little home gym and i would work out outside in the backyard and i had enough stuff to get me through but 
at the end of the day, I was I was certainly missing certain elements of the gym, like squat racks and certain uh, leg exercises I like to do and back exercises. So I missed that aspect. But there's so many times where I'll be doing something at the gym and think if I just had X, Y, and Z at my house or in my garage, I would be golden. There's only so much that I need. I run on the tracks. So I can run outside. So I'm just like you. I, I totally get that. If you're able to do it at the house. I'd, I'd be right there with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because I used to be really big about like going to a place and taking a class and and doing that. And I still do that every once in a while. I do. I do enjoy it. But just like an everyday thing to me, half the battle is just getting myself there mm-hmm. and when I can just do it really quick and then be done with it. You know, the commute, the commute to the to the gym is what kind of turns me off a little bit. But I guess if you really, really enjoy it, you find a way, you know. Oh, yeah. When you're in there doing your thing, though, in the garage, do you have to do, do any free weights or is it bicycle? Like, what's kind of your setup in there? Oh, yeah. That's only the weights area okay. in, in the garage. The bikes, bikes inside, um, weights outside, and then walking slash running, but not very not very often on the running. When we really want to get home or it starts raining, it's like, okay, let's run. <laughs> let's pick it up. <laughs> it's time to go. When you do the, because uh, one, one of the downsides for me, at least, when I'm working out outside and stuff, and I do an exercise, and you know, me at the gym, I kind of wait 30 seconds, 45 seconds to start my next the next uh, set or something, but if I'm at the house, I'll, I'll get distracted. I'll go inside. I'm like, oh, let me wipe this down or let me put this away. Are you solely focused on working out? Mom's in the garage working out. Don't distract her. Are you in the zone when you're out there doing yeah, your thing? Yeah, nobody really bothers me. I just do my own thing and, and yeah, I don't get distracted because my whole goal is to get out of there as fast as possible. So I just went <laughs> like, okay, we're going to do three sets of 12 on four exercises and we're going to bang that out and then we're going to get back inside so I can go back to doing what I was doing before. Yeah, we're, I love it. We're very, um, we're very methodical in, our, <laughs> in the way that we get our workouts done. I can't fold my laundry when I'm at LVAC. That's the upside of going yeah, to the gym. There's no distractions. Definitely. Uh, lots coming up on the show today. So those tickets for you to go see the Harlem Globetrotters, we have them for you for the early edition of Heads Up. That happens in about 15 minutes. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, those tickets to go see Bruno Mars. And now in the 9 o'clock hour, whew, your chance to win tickets to go see Adele. You also get a staycation. That's weekends with Adele. That happens at 920. And then at 940, Tickets to go see Madonna. So we are loaded between now and 10 a.m. Then up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Dolly is going rock. And wait until you hear who's collabing with her. This celebrity just shelled out big money to buy a necklace that Princess Diana once wore. And do you like cheese? Do you like sleep? Well, then I've got a way for you to make some money. That's coming up next in What's Trending. We've got Heads Up coming up in about five minutes. And when you win it, those tickets for you to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Dolly Parton is trending this morning. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame rather reluctantly last year. Her whole thing was, I'm, I'm really not rock and roll. I'm country. But since then, she took it. She vowed that she would make a rock album so that her induction could be justified. And now she's making good on her promise. She's announced some big collabs on her next rock project. She went on The View and revealed that Paul McCartney, Stevie Nicks, Cher, Pink, Randy Carlisle, John Fogarty, Steve Perry, and Steven Tyler will all be a part of her upcoming album. That's a major star power here. On top of that, she also said she's working to secure Mick Jagger, Elton John, 
Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. No word on when the album will be out, but man, she really got the A-listers on that one. Dolly is bringing the heat on that. I mean, that's Hall of Famers right there you're mentioning, too. Wow. Works out. She's a Hall of Famer, too. Right. <laughs> is she going to do, we, in any case of what she's going to do, so with like Steve Perry, is she do like a Journey song with him, or one of the original songs? This is going to be good. Yeah, big uh, collabs there, so we'll see uh, how that goes. Also trending this morning is Princess Diana and Kim Kardashian. So the reality star just added an incredible piece of jewelry to her collection. It's the famous diamond cross necklace, which was once worn by Princess Diana. She bought the diamond encrusted necklace yesterday at a Sotheby's auction. A rep says the piece went for $197,453. It's known as the Atala Cross which Princess Diana wore in 1987 at a London charity gala. The Garrard Jewelry Company let Diana borrow that piece for the event, and now it is in the hands of Kim Kardashian. You have something like that that in your possession? Are you wearing it or just have it on display? What are you doing with that if you get it? I don't think I would wear something like that. Um, I don't, one, have any place to wear something like that. I don't go to enough fancy events, but (laughs) two, um, I think that I would be just way too nervous unless I had the money to hire some sort of of a, like a bodyguard or security um, to surround me at all times, I, w- I would be way too nervous to wear something like that. Where'd you go pick up uh, Brooklyn from a basketball game? Hello. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> not. Um, finally, this morning, Sleep Junkie is trending. The sleep science and review platform is looking for what they're calling dairy dreamers. They're going to pay people $1,000 to eat a variety of cheeses before bed and over the course of next the next three months, then they're going to record their sleep quality, their dreams and energy levels with a smartwatch and with written reports. The company wants to determine if cheese impacts sleep and if there's any truth in the commonly held belief that eating cheese before bed has a negative impact on sleep quality and whether it increases the chance of nightmares. Now, you have to be 21 with good writing skills and obviously a love of cheese for this sleep junkie um, study. And you have to apply by February 10th. So love sleep, love cheese, want some money. There you go. And that's what's trending. We want caller 20 right now. So our number is 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. We got a fun prize for you. We have four tickets to see the Harlem Globetrotters. They will be at the Thomas and Mack Center on February 23rd. Your tickets right now. You'll also qualify for the grand prize, which is a magic pass. This is your chance to show you've got game. You can bring the family and join the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals on the court before the game to shoot some hoops, get player autographs, photos. It's really a -a one-of-a-kind 30-minute pregame magic pass which you will be qualified for if you win caller 20 you get to pick your category you get to pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you're gonna win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix 94.1 all right let's get our contestant jill your caller 20 ready to play heads up All right. We have two categories for you. You can pick one. Do you want to go with coffee cup or concession line? 
confession line, please. Okay. All right. Well, today is National Popcorn Day. And these are all foods you would eat at the movies, okay? Yeah. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, you, Mercedes, please. Okay, let's right. do it. Jill, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. And ladies, you start now. This is tortilla chips with cheese on top, maybe jalapenos. Yes. Um, this is, um, it, it can come salted or unsalted. You dip it in cheese or, cheese or um, mustard. Um, it's like a... Oh, pretzel. Yes. Um, this, the red vines is a type of this. Twizzlers. Uh, what what are what is it? There's red and black. Um, what? Uh, licorice. Yes. Um, th- you might put relish and mustard on yours. Hot dog. Yes. Um, this is what you would get at Baskin Robbins on a on a cone. Ice cream. Yes. Um, this is what you would put pepperoni on this. Maybe some mushrooms. Yes. yes! <laughs> Jill, you are on fire. You were so good. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jill. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. And you're all set with us. Tickets to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. And we'll have them again tomorrow morning with the early edition of Heads Up. And we're doing Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. Now, when you win that, uh, right around 825, tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. If you have a pet, I'm sure at some point in your life, they've ruined something. Whether they chewed on a shoe of yours or maybe they destroyed your couch. But I have never heard of anything like this happening. And what a disaster. Steph, this was your your friend this happened to? Yes, it was my friend. And yesterday I found this out. Me, my husband James, and Momo, our little shih tzu, we go to the park every day. And he has his group of friends. And lately in this new pack, there's been this Great Dane. Huge, beautiful dog. Has black spots on it. And um, the owner was telling us and asking us, does Momo watch TV? It's like, Momo doesn't watch TV. He'll hear some like barking sounds on the TV once in a while and he'll look and see what it is. But other than that, he doesn't watch TV. And so she continues with her story and says, well, my Great Dane watches TV. And sometimes we'll put on some shows for him. And I guess there's this one time where there was a show on and there was a horse on TV And the Great Dane's barking at the horse, barking at the horse on TV, and ran up to the TV, breaks the TV, and brings it down, mounted from the wall, completely broken. TV is not repairable. Oh, my gosh. A Great Dane is so huge. (laughs) So I could see them doing (laughs) so much damage. Oh, uh, Jax will bark at the TV when he sees horses or cows or any kind of animal. But we have, there's our TV's mounted on the wall, but there's a table underneath it. So he'll go running up to it and put his paws up on the TV. I'm never concerned about him jumping up towards the TV, but he'll get that reaction, but stops because he can't technically get up to the TV. So we have kind of a, a barrier, but I can imagine that great Dane just thinking it's the real deal and going at it. Would you, would, is, there, is there something that your dog completely destroyed in your home? Maybe it wasn't in your home, but it, it, maybe it had to do with their size. Uh, the bigger dogs, I know like some big dogs have their 
tails go out of control so they'll just knock <laughs> things over that are on a table because they don't even realize it. it's not they like they intend to it's just boom on onto the floor you were talking about the, the chewing stuff this would have been when Jax was was a puppy but laura's aunt and uncle were visiting us and we did just gotten jacks and we're i remember this we're sitting downstairs in the family room and Jax is chewing on something and then finally someone says what's he chewing on and laura goes over and, and what holds this thing and like what's this and her uncle Walko's, that's my mouth guard. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. what is this? This was this like special mouth guard that he'd wear at night to prevent snoring and help his teeth. And Jax was just gnawing on the thing. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's still good. And he puts the thing in his mouth and it's all, oh, 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 it doesn't work. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that Jax chewed your mouth guard. What, what is the thing that got completely ruined by, by your, uh, your dog? 702-364-9400. Uh, this text just came in. It says, my dog completely destroyed my kitchen table. Like ate the legs off of it. What? I don't understand how it even happened, but it would just sit there while we ate dinner and gnaw on the legs until one of them gave out and the whole thing collapsed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it just took out the table. I guess you're hungry. I, that's what you get for not giving them table scraps, perhaps. Yeah, so take like, care of that, Bob. Uh, let's talk to Victoria. Hey, Victoria, what was it for you? So I have Great Danes, too, and my Great Dane jumped on my foot and broke my foot. Oh, my gosh. How much does your Great Dane weigh? One weighed 180, and then the other one weighed 145 pounds. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and, is... and now I and I have huskies too, and now they they're diggers, and they dug a tree root up, and I'm thinking it's going down to Australia because the hole's so big. <laughs> you just can't stop them once they have their mind set on something. That's a, I, but you just gotta love them. You know the love that you get. It's so hard to to not just love them there was this dog yesterday um on the tv show every wednesday we have a dog from the nspca come on and oh my gosh i hope this dog gets adopted so bad his name is charlie just the sweetest thing and he was so sad he's so sad right now he's just like the shelter life is not for him and you can see it in his eyes and he's so sad and so he comes in there and he's not he's not like great dane size but he's he's a bigger dog he's very muscular and i was petting him and he just like he he, he was just like wanting love so he came up to me and he like tried to sit in my lap this gigantic dog. And, and i was just like i want to take you home <laughs> if i had the room for him i would have taking him home everyone go to the nspca website and look up charlie please someone adopt him he is so sweet um let's talk to Haley. Haley, what did your dog destroy um our dog it was the fourth of july and she's scared of fireworks so she ran through our back door and shattered the glass Oh, my gosh. Oh, I feel so bad for the doggies on 4th of July. That's just... Did she cut herself up when it happened? No, it was just the door. Oh, thank goodness. So uh, doors can be replaced. Animals cannot. Fourth of July is nuts. And and, uh, we had our first dog was Lily, a chihuahua, and she wasn't affected by fireworks at all. Zoe doesn't bother her, but Jack's a bigger dog. Oh, my gosh. I love the Fourth of July. When the fireworks start, it is a it is a process with that guy. You try to give him some chews, like calming chews. Then finally, this year we got like this. Um, they sell like these security jackets you can put on them, like like a thunder jacket. And when we had one, and we put it on, and it helps. It calms him down a little bit. But 
It's a scary situation for pups yeah, on the 4th of July. it's a bad holiday for a lot of them. I know. Let's cap them at 10 o'clock or something. All of a sudden, you think you're done, and it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. More start going off. Like, oh, no. We're puppies. Yeah. All right, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you have for us? What are the best and worst states in America for drivers? And uh, is Nevada on one of these lists? We'll talk about that also. Even preschoolers can see right through you when you use a lame excuse. We'll explain. And um, is this a cool way to see if a guy is really interested in you? Or is it just playing hard to get to the next level? We're going to talk about what one woman did coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Wallet Hub wanted to see which states were better to drive in than others, and it looked at all 50 across like 30 metrics in four main categories. You had traffic and infrastructure, um, commute time. That included like commute times and road quality and stuff like that. You had safety. Um, you had fatality rates, uh, cost of owning a vehicle, a bunch of stuff. So based on that, the best state to drive in is Iowa. 
Iowa is the best state to drive in, followed by Georgia, Ohio, Oklahoma, and North Carolina. Those are your best states. When it comes to the worst states to drive in, I don't think it's a big surprise, but California topped the list. That is definitely the worst state to drive in, according to these metrics. Michigan was number two, followed by New Hampshire. Nevada, number four. And Missouri was number five. I I, I know that driving around here, there's some frustration, especially when it comes to construction, because you never know, like, what are we even working on here? What? Why are there cones here? And they've been here forever. But at the same time, I think it's fairly easy to get around here in town. Yeah, it's easy to navigate your your, your way around town. It's just one big giant grid. If you get lost, just look to where the stratosphere is. Those are one of the, one of the first things to just move into town. Like you, it's impossible to get lost in this city. I mean, there's sure there's some side streets and downtown stuff that might turn you around. But at the end of the day, it, it's pretty easy to navigate Las Vegas. And as far as major cities, traffic is other cities. It's, it's a lot worse than it is here. I mean, yeah. it's bad. But you, L.A., D.C., big cities like that, it's horrific over there. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one of the easiest places I've ever driven in. And it, I haven't driven in all these other states like Iowa and, and what else is on the worst list here. Um, Michigan, New Hampshire, no, like none of these. Um, Hawaii is on the list of worst states to drive in. It's towards uh, the bottom of the top 10, but it uh, th- th- that was an easy place to drive around, too. I mean, basically, you're... If you get lost, just keep going. You're going to come around on the island at some point. You know, there was not, it was not that hard to get to find your way around. That is a good point. You're you're, you're not really going anywhere. You want on one spot. It might take you a while, but you're, you really can't go yeah, too far. You're just you're going to find your way eventually. Just keep driving one big circle. You'll get back. Exactly. Also, this morning, have you ever had this fight with your kid? You tell them to do something, they ask why, and you say because I said so. Well, millions of parents have fallen back on that line, and a new study found. Even kids as young as three know it's a terrible excuse. Researchers at Duke University wanted to see how well kids between three and five could distinguish between good excuses and bad excuses. They tested it by showing them videos of puppets who promised to come back with a cool toy, left the scene to go get it, but then returned empty-handed. And the puppets usually had an excuse, but some were better than others. Like, sorry, I had to help a friend, or sorry, I just wanted to watch TV. Kids were then asked if what the puppet did was wrong or not. And when it came to breaking promises, even three-year-olds knew the difference between good and bad excuses. The head researcher says it extends to more than just broken promises, though, and also applies to things like the line because i said so they say kids are paying attention and they can tell that is a terrible reason you use that line with your girls or do you still use it today does it still work with them i i don't i always give a reason like do the do the dishes why because they need to be done they're dirty <laughs> you know like that's that's why it's a valid reason you know um my husband does say because i said so quite a bit he's like it doesn't matter why just do it because i told you to do it that's kind of the way he he frames it up well i see that but i also see your logic what there is a reason behind it maybe a simple reason dishes are dirty because the laundry needs to be folded. That's why I'm telling you to do it. I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Mom wants to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Finally, this morning here is either a brilliant way or just a, a really high maintenance way to find out if a person is actually into you. Some 22-year-old guy has been trying to track down his dream girl that he met at a bar after she only gave him part of her phone number. So I guess she wrote it down on a napkin along with her name, which is Jackie, but she left out two digits on purpose. And at the bottom, she wrote 
Trust me, I'm worth it. Basically, she wanted to see if he would go through the hassle of figuring out what those two missing numbers were. There were a hundred possible combinations. So his cousin tweeted about it on Tuesday, and most people seem to think it's a fun idea. Some say it is a sign she's demanding and high maintenance, but it didn't actually come out of nowhere. At the bar, they bonded over um, true crime shows, and he bragged he can always solve the crime before the show ends. So the missing digits were more of like a challenge to him. So now there's an update. His cousin posted again yesterday after Jackie saw his post go viral and DM'd him. The cousin told her there were still around 50 numbers to try, and her response was, quote, he may not be as clever as he thinks. Give me his number. I'm taking over this operation. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the post on social media yesterday, the guy's little checklist. He starts off with the phone number 702-550-001. Five five zero 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 two. Just literally crossing them all off. He's dialing, trying to find this poor girl. I know, and I I think that if she could have just gone with like the last digit, one number, yeah, give him ten <laughs> oh. numbers to try. It's all good fun, and and we can move on with our lives. But this is, t- I'm glad she's taking over the operation. That's just way too much work. Oh dear lord! So seven o'clock hour, we will be live. Our seven a.m. Uh, seven a.m. social club will kick off at, in about four minutes. We'll be live on YouTube and Facebook for the entire. hour hour live streaming right now the 7 a.m social club is on you can join us on our youtube channel or on our facebook page just search for mercedes in the morning you can see what's happening on the air off the air and i want to remind you guys you can reach out to us anytime our phone number is 702-364-9400 and also Send us an email or DM us if there's anything you want us to bring up. So we got this DM here um, early this morning. It came in and uh, I want to read it because I, I, I'd i like to know what people think about this. What's your take on knockoffs when you buy something that is a brand name, but it's not really the brand name. It's a knockoff of the brand name. Are you do you think it's a great way to save money? Or do you think it's really cheesy? So I'm going to leave her name out. It says, hey, guys, I know you usually have people writing in with serious issues, so I will understand if you think this is silly. But I bought a fake Louis Vuitton handbag on a trip to New York City. They literally sell them on the sidewalk at a fraction of the real price. I couldn't believe how real they looked. I had a couple people compliment me on my bag recently, and I just said thank you and moved on. Honestly, it made me feel good. I felt more trendy than I usually do. But then some friends began raining on my parade, saying I should be honest with people when they compliment me and say and that they would never buy a knockoff because it's the same as stealing. I was wondering what women really think when they see someone with a knockoff bag. Do they look down on you? Thanks. My bag and I will be listening. (laughs) What's your take on knockoffs? Uh, 702-364-9400. Do you look down on people that have knockoff bags? I'll be honest. I cannot tell just by looking at them. And maybe a lot of people can. I don't have that eye. I, I don't really, I don't see it, the difference. And I don't really care, quite frankly. If you have a knockoff, you have a knockoff. Like, I don't care. I can tell the difference when I hold them. Just because they feel different. The knockoffs are lighter. They're not as um, sturdy. And the hardware is not as heavy. That's the only way I can tell a knockoff 
between a knockoff and a real one. But at the same time, I I just don't care if you have a knockoff. I, I, I'm I good with it. What do you think? I'm the same way. We were talking about knockoffs recently. If, if we brought a knockoff like Louis Vuitton person and the real purse in next to each other, would you be able to tell? And you said that. Do you, based off a of sight, you really can't. But once you get into the, into the purse and start feeling it, there's definitely a difference between the two. But if you want to get a knockoff, it looks good, you like it, I'm all for it. Would you ever call someone out on a knockoff? Someone shows up and you're at a party and your girlfriend has a, a, a Louis Vuitton and she's everyone's like, oh my gosh, nice Louis Vuitton, Sarah. And she puts it down on, on the counter and you're like, I love it. And you touch it and you feel that it's a knockoff. Would you tell her like, you know, this isn't real? No. You wouldn't say anything, right? Why, like, wh- why, would, why would I do that? It's not my place. She probably does know. Then I sound like I'm a judgmental jerk. I, I would you tell someone? Absolutely not. What what if it was a what if she says it was a gift? Oh, uh, Tommy, my new boyfriend gave it to me. Look how much money he spent on this. Would you say Tommy got you a knockoff or still leave it off the table? I wouldn't do it at all. It's just not my business. Why do I want to be the bad guy in the situation and and reveal that? Hey, Jacob, good morning. What do you think of knockoffs? People should definitely use them. I've seen uh, Instagram videos and reels of wealthy people that openly use knockoffs because they don't want to damage their bag. Oh, yeah, so you take okay out the knockoff and, and get it all dirty and dented and whatever and then keep the real one nice and clean. I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Jacob. Uh, we're getting uh, some texts here. Uh, and do you own anything that's a knockoff? Uh, this one says, I think if it's if it's... I what is this? I don't think it matters as long as you don't lie to others and tell them it's real if they ask. Save that money. So let's say you have a knockoff and someone's like, "This is so cute. Is this a real Gucci bag?" And it's not. Oh, do you, what do you do? Do you say? Why are you asking me? Is a real Gucci bag? First off, the person I don't who's asking. Yeah, I know you're not the person, but yeah, I'm like well, rude to ask me if it's real. What do you think? I put it back on. Ah. <sighs> I think, I'd probably say it's a knockoff. I do too. I and I think it's more of like a money saving hack. It, 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 that's how I'd frame it up. Someone asked me, "Oh, is this is this real?" I'd be like, "No, isn't this a good knockoff? Oh my gosh, I got this!" Blah blah blah. I love this knockoff. There was a girl that we used to work with at the radio station, and she her family lived in. Was it Shanghai? I I can't remember exactly where, but she would bring back all of these knockoffs all the time. And then she'd tell all the women in the office, hey, I've got some purses in the trunk of my car. We're meeting at 11 a.m. if you want to come down and find anything. And I remember I went down there and I saw this really cute Burberry knockoff in this bag. And it was like, I think she sold it to me for like 30 bucks and I, I bought it and I took it and it, and, and there was a wallet that she gave me for 20 bucks um, that matched it perfectly. And I remember going out to the grocery store one day and I had the bag and some lady was like, that is the cutest bag I've ever seen. Is that Burberry? And I said, yes. And I was like, ugh. I did feel guilty about it. She's like, I've never seen that 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 pattern before. Which Burberry did you get it at? And I was like, Oh crap! Stop the questions. The, the trunk Burberry <laughs> in my um in my work complex. And I said, Actually, a friend gave it to me. I'm not exactly sure. And she's like, I just love it. I just love it. And I was like, Thank you, thank you so much. And I did feel good that 
she knew Burberry and she thought it was real. But then I did feel a little guilty taking credit for it. Well, what's the price difference? How much does a Louis Vuitton, average Louis Vuitton bag cost? The real deal. And how much do you need to get a knockoff for? 30 bucks for a knockoff? Then how much is the real deal? I, yeah, I don't know as far as like the the prices go, they fluctuate. I mean, if you, you could get a, a smaller one for maybe like... Um, eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars, and a medium size one for like four thousand dollars, and they can go up to thousands and thousands of dollars. Knock so. off it is. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Beyonce is preparing for her first concert, and she accidentally gave her fans a sneak preview. Details in about ten minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jin, the oldest member of the K-pop supergroup BTS, has completed five weeks of basic training as part of his mandatory military service in South Korea. Did you see the photos that he posted on Wednesday? He posted um, for the first time since enlisting last month. He had three photos of himself in military uniform. Yeah, they showed videos of him um, being honored, making a commander, and he's doing really well he asked them is this okay if we post the the videos and the the photos and they said that's fine and so yeah and then i was just watching um j-hope he's at uh the louis vuitton fashion show in paris right now it's fashion week and okay so i was just uh watching some videos of him there he's one of the ambassadors for louis vuitton so um there's a lot I, everyone was so concerned with the, like their break so to speak and we're just getting fed so much content from them. It's uh, We're well-fed if you're Army. That's, yeah, they, they take care of the fans, which is really cool. Uh, so Jin will now go and then serve for like within the like, next 18 months or so. That was just the training that he's done. He still has a ways to go, correct? Well, yeah. he Like I said, he's a commander now, and mm-hmm. so he's going to be leading some of the training. And so, yeah, he still has quite a bit of time to go. Fallout Boy is back. They've been teasing this for a couple of months, and they just dropped a new song. It's called... Love from the other side. Take a listen to new music from Fallout Boy. Does have that Fallout Boy sound to it? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, I love hearing new stuff from them. Their new album, it's called So Much for Stardust. That's set to come out on March 24th. And this is going to be their eighth studio album. Their last one was released back in 2018. Uh, let me save that Beyonce story for last and do this Shakira one. So Shakira, she caught her boyfriend cheating. This thanks to a jar of jam. So Shakira returned home from a trip and found that her jam was gone. And here's the thing. Neither Gerard, who was her boyfriend of 11 years, nor any of their kids like jam. So she figured there had to be someone eating the jam, perhaps his mistress. Then Gerard's mistress uh, was caught in the background of a Zoom call he did from their home in 2021. And sources say that that Shakira was devastated to learn that this woman clearly felt at home in the house they shared with their children. That's just a whole new low. You're going to cheat. That's already messed up. But like taking them into the family home, get a room. okay? like don't don't do that. That's so messed up. And then doing a Zoom with them there. 
<laughs> Come on. Hey, babe, hold on one second. I do. I got to work Zoom. Jeez. You cool chilling over there? She walks in the background. Hello. You're one of those uh, fake backgrounds that makes it look like you're at the beach <laughs> or something. <laughs> or blur it out. Something. Are you at the ballpark? No. That, I'm at home with geez. a funny background. Oh, you're not in Paris right now? <laughs> oh. No, I'm in Iowa. And then they move and the background gets all shaky and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it works great. Other times it looks foolish. Beyonce is about to get paid to the tune of $24 million for a private concert in Dubai. Now, here's the thing. She did a sound check last night, and fans in the area could hear it all. So it kind of turned into like a mini concert as fans gathered outside the stadium. I mean, this is audio recorded outside of a stadium, but he kind of paints the picture of, of what you could hear last night. Crazy in love. Now, the show is Saturday, and this will be Beyonce's first full-length concert in five years, and it's said to be the launching pad for her upcoming Renaissance tour. Oh, man, that's going to be so good. That album's so, so amazing. $24 million for a private concert for Beyonce in Dubai. Not, wow. not a bad gig. Well, coming up here next hour, 825, uh, when we're, do- we're doing Heads Up, and when you win it, those tickets to go see Bruno Mars. I could stay. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Anyone love the new Miley Cyrus song? I've been listening to it on repeat since it came out last week. If you haven't heard it, the song is called Flowers. And it's probably one of the biggest uh, songs right now. Here's, uh, Here's how that sounds. I can buy myself flowers Write my name in the sand Talk to myself for hours Say things you don't understand I can take myself dancing She obviously had a very public split from Liam Hemsworth So everyone is saying this song is obviously about that I can buy myself flowers like I don't need you such a good breakup song do you have a song that reminds you of a breakup or that reminds you of getting revenge or or just moving on that made the song that really kind of empowered you to move on ranker they came up with a the best revenge anthems of all time and we can talk about some of those in a second but is there a song that just like takes you back either to the breakup or to the that point where you felt the turnaround oh and it's so funny too the emotion that it invokes when you hear that song and for me i'll get to the song here in a second but this goes back to like this is my first serious relationship i was dating this girl out of high school and you know, I, I thought I was in love with this girl. We had a really great summer relationship. And we went to New York City towards the end of the summer. And she was on a hunt to find the latest, um, the album from Mazzy Star. And we're going to all these places in New York City, uh, Tower Records, just all over the city. Couldn't find Mazzy Star. I had no idea who Mazzy Star was. So about a couple weeks later, she breaks up with me. My heart is broken. Turn on the radio. And the DJ's like, here's uh, the, the, the new song from Mazzy Star. It's called Fade Into You. And then the song starts. And I'm like, oh, whoa, this is this is intense. So anytime I hear Mazzy Star fade into you, I'm immediately taken back to that time in my life. 
I think, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the song that you broke up to or whatever, but there's just certain songs that kind of take you back to a place. Mine has nothing to do with it. It's not even in the system. Well, it might be in the systems. Um, I didn't tell Steph, though, ahead of time. Um, it, it For me, it was like that empowering song. And it's just the one I remember going out with my friends after we broke up. And they're like, forget him. He's a jerk, blah, blah, blah. And we would always listen to the song. And it was... It was No Diggity by Blackstreet. Do you remember that? Absolutely. We would always listen to No Diggity. And I was just like, that song reminds me of moving on and just feeling better. Yes. Singing with my friends. Oh, who cares about him? He's a jerk. Yeah. And then we'd be in the car. No doubt. And we would just say every single line to that song. It's it's my post-breakup anthem. It's your you move will. on song. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. Yeah. I can see you driving around, too, in your Mazda Project. Stick chip. Yeah, exactly. So what is your breakup anthem? What do you think is the best one? Or what is the song that reminds you of a breakup? Like I said, Ranker, they came out with a list of the best revenge anthems. So let's go over a couple of these. Um, there's some good ones on this list. Of course, well, let's start with um, this one by Taylor Swift. just says it right there it's over we're never getting back together that's number 10 on the list you've got of course this song which is iconic glory gainer i will survive at number eight they have since you've gone by kelly clarkson can anyone guess the best revenge uh, album or anthem of all time? According to Ranker, 702-364-9400. Let's talk to Freddie. Freddie, what is your breakup song or your moving on song? Uh, I had a situation where I broke up with a girl, and I had seen her at my eighth grade dance, and they were playing uh, All My Life, Casey and JoJo, and I asked her to dance with me. Oh, <laughs> This song. <laughs> but I just asked her to dance. But every time I hear that song, it reminds me of that. Takes you back to eighth grade. Music is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It just takes you back to a time. That's a that's a good one. Steph, do you have a song that takes you back to either to the breakup or to the moving on phase? Oh, mine was the uh, revenge phase. And it was when I broke up with my ex in high school. I was like, this is going to be my song and my comeback song. And it was Return of the Mac. Do you guys remember that song? Oh, yes. I'll show him. Yeah. Return of the Return Steph. Return of the Steph. That's a good one. Walking like down the that. halls in the high school, putting my boombox on. My CD player, I should say. It just it gives you a little extra, like, a kick in your step. And it's like, okay, I'm powerful. I don't need you. Um, on Ranker's list of the best revenge anthems of all time, this one came in at number seven. What Goes Around Comes Around by Justin Timberlake. Another Taylor Swift song made the list. She's the queen of the breakups, right? Blank space. What's the theme of this song? I didn't remember paid detail. It's a, it's a breakup song? She's singing about an ex? Yeah, but like, I got a blank space, baby, and I'll write your name. Uh.
Yeah, that was that one. Um, this is one of my favorite breakup songs. Like, it's so empowering, so motivational. This is number five on the best re- revenge anthems. I can have another you by tomorrow. That's like, oh, like you're not even worth it. So that's number five. Um, this is number four. Forget you, CeeLo Green. Anybody guess number one on this? Let's talk to Christy. Christy, what is it for you? Hey, it's Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. Oh, I mean, she just has so many good breakup songs, right? right? Oh, my God. I, and totally. that's, that could be breakup in a friendship way, too. When you were friends with someone and they're like, you know what? Now we have bad blood. I'm, I'm over you. Done. Is that on the list? No. Surprisingly, that's not on there. Let's do a top three. Best break, uh, breakup slash revenge anthems. Number three. Before he cheats. I mean, this is like physical revenge, and I don't know. I don't condone this. <laughs> I don't condone destroying his car, but whatever. Um, number two is my pink. I don't need you. I'm having more fun. Yeah, get out of here. So that was a good one. And the number one revenge anthem according to ranker is i think we're gonna have to eventually put miley on this list with flowers i think it's such a good song and then the shakira one too yeah that's a good song a lot of breakups happening right now it's sad but the empowerment side of it is really fun. Yeah, Miley went through all that stuff, and that song is out there, and it's probably helping a lot of people with breakups and, and moving on. Those are all great songs, too. You, you know who I saw on TikTok last night dancing to that song was Jenna Dewan. And I was like, oh, Channing Tatum be like, mm, sorry, she was singing to Flower, she was dancing around, and I was like, yeah, that's uh, we know who that's directed to. Well, you pointed out too last week the, the, the how she is pretty much responding to that Bruno Mars song when I was your man like she is just literally this like the rebuttal to that song it's crazy when you're playing the two next to each other yeah maybe we should play that again later if you missed it but yeah Liam Hemsworth dedicated that song to to Miley and she's like oh oh uh uh-uh, I'm getting last word on this one it's crazy he's literally responding to everything that Bruno Mars says in that song and speaking of Bruno Mars you're gonna go see him because in the eight o'clock hour at 825 we've got your tickets those are yours when you win heads up next hour and then up next is the hot three what do you have for us what are the most common reasons that people quit at work? Why did you quit your job? We're going to talk about that. Also, doing this can boost your attachment and marital satisfaction, and it's super easy. In fact, you could probably do it right now. We'll tell you what it is. And which school click were you in when you were in school? Which group did you fit into? We'll tell you what the most popular answers are coming up next in the Hot 3. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. A new study has found that there are many reasons why people quit their jobs. They polled workers and found many start thinking about leaving a job an average of three years and six months after starting. And the list of reasons for quitting runs the gamut. Um, Every uh, everything from not being given a pay raise in a long time to a fallout with a boss to the the long commute to the hours being too long. But the number one reason why people quit their jobs is they want to have a work life balance. It may be it's just way too much work and they're not it's getting in the way of their personal life. Number two was that it was just too stressful. And number three, they were offered more money somewhere else. Um, It it also came out in this study that the average worker has thought about quitting their current job six times already without yet going through with it. Um, And other reasons adults have landed or handed in their notice include um, having a physical altercation with the boss. Oh my goodness. Has anyone had a physical altercation with their boss? Please call us. I would love to hear what happened. 702-364-9400. Ever have a physical altercation with your boss? Uh, not with the boss, but there was almost one with a coworker. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been... Uh... I had to tell you to stop. I know. It's I know. Like, stop. <laughs> that was exactly how I said You guys, stop. I was, stop. Uh, yeah, I was right there. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was intense. I was real intense. Uh, that other person, they, they cocked their hand they back did. like they were going to punch you in the face. And then I go, Stah! I wanted them to. And I was you all... got up in their face and you're like, <laughs> go ahead. Hit me. What are you going to do? Hit me. Hit me. That was, let, let's reenact. Let's reenact. <laughs> okay. Like JC said something confrontational to the person like, blah, 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 you blah, 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 blah. I felt like though I was, my confrontation was justified. I didn't, I didn't just come in justified. hot. I didn't come in it, hot. No, like, hey, it was you. justified. Okay, okay. And then the other, per- okay. And then you're the other person and I'm you. Okay. I'm the other person yeah you better back down jc you better back down watch what you're saying what are you gonna do hit me gets in your face what are you gonna do you guys stop (laughs) that was the reenactment thank you we're here for any of your reenactment needs just send us a script and the scenario you want us to reenact and we will do it thank you thank you thank thank you you. thank you it's a great day and i do you 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 you, uh you you stood up you got in there i appreciate that (laughs) it's not worth it you guys what would have happened if I got punched? What would you have done? <laughs> I probably would have laughed. No, I'm just kidding. I, I would have been, I would have, you know what? I I think at that point, I I would have I probably punched. lunged at the person that, that hit you. I think I would have gone in on your honor and, and fought. See, my, in my mind, thank you. Cause my mind, well, in my mind, I'm thinking if I get punched, I'm not fighting back. If I get punched, I'm dropping like a sack and then I'm going HR. I'm telling like, Go on HR. Oh, then I should probably not hit back on your behalf. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just hold your head up. Yes, comfort me. Yeah. Why did you do this? 
It's okay, Jason. You animal. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, man. Uh, good times. Good times. Yeah, we're on the air. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on. Also, uh, this morning, simply looking at pictures of your spouse can help boost your infatuation with them, your attachment with them, and your marital satisfaction. A new study found that um, among married participants who had known their spouse for at least 11 years, they they found that these participants felt more infatuated, more attached, and more satisfied after looking at pictures of their spouse compared to just other random pictures. In addition, uh, a pattern of electrical brain activity, which is known as late positive potential, that was more positive in response to spouse pictures, which indicates that you have more motivated attention to a spouse than than random pictures. So everyone look at a picture of your spouse right now and see if you feel more infatuated with them. Okay. Oh, wait. I'm I'm trying to find one. Too. I'm loading up. Um, I'm going to say yes, I do. Just I know just because when Laura travels... First thing in the morning when she gets dressed before she heads out for a meeting, she sends me a photo of herself, and, and it's always like a sweet, beautiful picture, and I see it. I'm like, oh, I miss you. And so, yeah, I'm looking at the one she sent uh, on Wednesday morning. It was a beautiful picture. Can you show us the picture yeah. on the 7 a.m. social? Absolutely. It's this right here. Okay. She sent me. Oh, that's a nice picture. That right that's before. a very nice picture. She looks very pretty in that. Thank you. Before she went out for the day. So, yeah, I saw that yesterday. I'm like, oh, and I wrote back my life. I have a picture of my husband that I took when he did not know I was taking it. He was just literally staring off into oblivion. And so I just took a picture of him. <laughs> I don't know what he was looking at. Did you at. post that on your story or something? Or it's, that's, so, that's so funny. I, I don't think I posted this one. I mean, it, was just, it was just so random. He was looking up at the ceiling. And so I was just like, <laughs> I don't take a picture of you. I like taking random pictures of him. But it was a nice picture. Steph, do you have a, a random picture of uh, James? I, I do. I just went to my photo albums, and sometimes they'll have, like, random for you ones. You know how they'll put it in the in the um, home screen? Oh, yeah. The one of us in Hawaii, well, it's not of, of me, it's of him, and we're on a little yacht. Oh, I don't know if you could see the glare on the 7 a.m. social. I'm trying to. But it's of him at the edge of the boat, and in the background, it's Honolulu. Oh, is he shirtless? Whoop, whoop. No, yeah. he's not oh, shirtless. You have a you have a shirtless photo. It's uh, it's you and James together, and he's shirtless. James, he has some pecs on him. He does, he's and he has some... a tattoo on top of his pec. What does it say, mother? <laughs> it says family first. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are you talking about like those tattoos with the heart yeah. and the arrow through? It says mom. Yeah, mother. <laughs> What does it say? Family first? Family first. Oh my god, I didn't realize how close I was. Right, he has it on his right peck, correct? He, he, oh, that's a good question. I should know this. Because in the photo, it's his left peck that's exposed. And I don't see the tattoo. It's over his left peck, actually. Because you know when you take selfies? It, it it comes out the way that mm. it should, and it was us in the jacuzzi. I know what picture you're talking about. Yeah, you're about. in the hot tub, and yes. it, it, and that's over his heart. Yes, right? so it makes sense. Yes, right over there. Ah, oh. Steph's hot love, uh, hot hot tub photo. She I've never seen that picture. Where is it, it, it was, on her Instagram? Yeah, it's uh, it was a main post, wasn't it? No, it was on an Instagram story. Oh, was a story oh, when we were house sitting, and now we were talking about the story about how I think hot tubs, or no, that you think hot tubs are overrated, JC. Yes, totally overrated. Yes. Not fun. Use it for like two nights and you're done with it. Does James have it on his thing? Why don't I keep seeing it somewhere? You screenshotted it and you look at it every day. <laughs> wow. like, look at that. Before I go to the gym, I'm like, inspiration. Text like that. 
Uh, finally, this morning, did your high school have clicks? Only 8% of Americans say that their high school did not have cliques. But that doesn't mean everyone was in one. People were asked which ones they were a part of. And the most common answer was, I was not in a clique, with 22% of the vote. That was followed by this group that had 14% of the vote. Um, and that was loners. Now, without saying which clique you are were in, let's guess, okay? So... Um, I'm going to guess with Steph that you were in, I, I think you were like in the, the artsy slash dancey click. I think you were like, there was, you know, the ones that are into the performing arts and stuff like theater and dance. I think you were in with those kids. JC, what do you think she was in? Uh, like a hippie type click. The hippies? Yeah. Like the stoners? Yeah, earthy vibes. Okay. Stoners or performing arts? Which clique were you in? Uh, I was in the dancers clique for sure. All of my friends were dancers. And then later, that group kind of meshed with my ASB clique. So I was a dancer clique, and then I was also in the ASB clique. What's mm-hmm. ASB? Associated Student Body. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Click. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, let's guess JC. What what click was JC in? Steph, you go first. I think JC was a part of the jocks click. He was in football and he did do a lot of sports. So I'm gonna say the jocks. I'm gonna say you weren't in with the jocks because they didn't fully accept you, but you were friends with some of them. And that's not because there was anything wrong with you, because you only played you said you you only played a little bit, like when the score was when the score yeah, when we yeah. knew there was no chance for us to lose the game. So they were like cool with you, but you weren't really in their clique. So I'm gonna say you were like the the outside circle of the jocks slash. Um, there wasn't probably gamers then. Uh, I don't see JC as a gamer. Yeah, but I know he liked like a Atari and stuff like that. Oh, uh, more Nintendo. Oh, uh, maybe that was a hint. Maybe he was a part of the gamer crew. I'm gonna just say like outside jocks slash loner, loners. Actually, when he brought up this th- th- topic, I wrote it down and it's probably hard to see it, but it says floater and underneath that jocks, brains, and then the druggies. You were in the brains. I would, I would, I had friends with in all, in all those groups. I legit was like a floater. Same thing. I had buddies from the football team that were the jocks in school, and I was very friendly with them. But I wasn't in like their clique. I would see them out and hey, what's going on, Brian? What's up, Kirk? Uh, and then I had friends that were like student body, and I got involved and did a couple couple things with the uh, student body, and I was involved in that for a little bit. And then I, I call them the druggies, but they were just like the the, um, the Votek guys, uh, like like the the metal guys, like the longer hair. Van Halen, Ozzy, we call them like the stoners, kind of stoner, yeah. yeah. And I'd be, I had some of those friends as well. So I legit was like a floater. I would, I, I had friends. I, I didn't designate myself to one group. Maybe hang out with the jocks today, and then tomorrow I'm with the uh, the brainy people, and then then this weekend I'm doing something with the druggies. Sounds good. Floater. The floater. It was a floater. Absolute floater. All right. There you go. That's it. No. No. What about you? Uh, Well, do you want me to tell you? No, we're going to guess. Okay. Well, go for it. Okay. Hold on. Hold. Give me a second to digest this. (laughs) Try to move on too fast. I think I know. What? Mercedes, I think she was a part of a floater as well between the popular kids 
and the brainy kids. Because I could see you in both. Like, she's super smart. I felt like you got straight A's. And then at the same time, you're like, oh, I had my popular friends group that were also in, like, the advanced placement classes. So I'm going to say you were between both. So Mercedes did do sports as well. She's volleyball and she's very active. She talked about golf before. Um, I think your core was the brains, the smart kids you'd hang out. That was like your core group. But you would every so often go party with the jocks and then go party with, 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 with another group. But I think when it comes down to it, the core foundation was the smart kids. You guys like hit the nail on the head, and I even wrote that down. I wrote, I wrote pop nerd jock. Wow! <laughs> I I was I was nice. like in between all of them. I wasn't in the popular group, but I was friends with the popular group. Um, I was more like in the 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 popular nerd slash jocks. Um, but I wasn't fully in the jocks. I was just sort of in the jocks. But I'd say my my general makeup was the brainy nerd types that was friends with those guys the dna yeah. of your social status in high <laughs> school here we are in the eight o'clock hour we have coming up at i felt like that was just like judge your friends right there it kind of was. Was. was we don't need to play now we're no, good we'll do like, something else. <laughs> the game is so much fun we're doing that at 8 15 and then right after that those tickets for you to go see bruno mars right around 8 25 we are looking for your amazing teacher. Do you have a teacher that is so great that you just want them to get some recognition? You want them to know that you appreciate them. Maybe it's your kid's teacher. Maybe it's a coworker. Let us know because we are looking for our January teacher of the month. We want to honor a teacher here in the Valley for all the amazing things that they do for their students. And they're going to get some pretty cool prizes too. A $100 Visa gift card from Finley Chevrolet. You can just do whatever you want with that. Maybe grab yourself some Starbucks, go shopping. We'll also get you another $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Silver State Schools Credit Union. You can have a class party with that. Maybe buy some supplies for your class. Whatever you want. You just got to nominate your teacher by tomorrow. That's the cutoff. Uh, you also get that personalized Mercedes in the morning plaque. Yeah, like Mercedes said, the cutoff's tomorrow. So if you're in front of your computer, jump on there online and do it right now. And a big thank you to Finley Chevrolet and Silver State Schools Credit Union for making Teacher of the Month possible. Now, between now and 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock hour at 940, you're going to go see Madonna. We got your tickets at 940. And then don't forget, at 920, weekends with Adele. That's your chance to win a staycation for two. It's two nights and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That's happening at 920. But up next in about 15 minutes, you ready to judge your friends? Yes, it is time to judge your friends. We are going to give a scenario and judge if the other person is guilty or not guilty of committing this act. Sometimes it's a little scandalous. We want to know what you think. We'll be live streaming here in just a couple of minutes, so make sure you jump onto our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page if you want to check out what's going on. Judge Your Friends is coming up next. We've got your tickets to go see Bruno Mars. It's coming up in less than 10 minutes when we do Heads Up. Order in the court. Order in the court. It is time to judge your friends. What scenarios do you think we have committed? Are we guilty or are we not guilty? This is a real game. Thank you to our friends at uh, this company. I forget the name of it. They're really great, but we, we appreciate you guys. They sent us this game. So what we do is we have a stack of cards with different scenarios on them. There's actually two scenarios on each card. We pick one of them, and you have to judge whether or not that person has committed 
said act. Now, last week, Steph, you went first, so that means it is back around to me. So I'm going to pull a random card out of this deck. And you have a real gavel, don't you? Yeah. You well, well, it's not real. It's real, but... plastic. But yeah, we, we should have gotten a real one with like your, your name engraved on it. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. I like, I like that idea. It's not too late. We can still do that. So, okay. I'm going to pick a card here and um, put those there. Okay. Judge your friends. You guys are judging me. The defendant has, ooh, which one should I do here? The defendant has cursed at or flipped off a driver who cut them off. Am I guilty or am I not guilty? Mm. JC, you can go first. Have I cursed at or flipped off a driver who cut me off? My initial thought was yes. I mean, who hasn't in their driving since when they started at 16 to whatever age they are now been in that situation where they get angry and shout something out and give a gesture. But I feel like you've got restraint and I'm going to say, Oh, this internal battle is a struggle. It's like, yeah, of course you did. Everyone's done that, but there's something about you that says, no, you haven't done it. You've gotten angry. Maybe you've honked a horn. But you've never done that. No, I'm going to say not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Of cursing at or flipping off a driver who cut them off. They used to cursing at down the window. Hey, you! (laughs) I don't see you doing that. I don't see you doing it. Okay. The verdict is in for JC. Let's move over to another juror. Steph, do you think that I, the defendant, has cursed at or flipped off a driver who cut me off. Wow, this is tough because there have been times where you've talked about how you don't want to seem too mean when you're honking your horn because it can come out abrasive, like, eh, eh. so you do a little, or you wish that the our cars had that. Um, but I don't know. You're human, Mercedes. I feel like you went on a... Um, You came out from work from a bad day or something, or something happened within your personal life that you just could not contain yourself, and a driver cut you off, and you said, what the bleep and bleep? I see it. I'm going to say guilty. Okay, so we've got a not guilty and a guilty. One of you is correct. Who is it? Also, too, if you're driving right now in your car and listening to this, are you as conflicted with this one as as I am? Because as soon as you said, I'm like, oh, easy, but then I'm like, wait... If you've been listening to Mercedes for any amount of time, mm-hmm. this is a very conflicting one. It is. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, you're going to find out. Did the defendant, myself, curse at or flip off a driver who cut them off? The verdict is in, and the defendant is guilty. Okay, well, like, I, I, I'm guilty of half of it, but not the other half. I'm guilty at cursing at other drivers who cut me off. I definitely. I scream in my car saying words that are not safe or air. I've never flipped someone off, though. I can honestly say I have never stuck my finger up in the air and flipped them off while driving. Like, I just can't see myself doing no, that. No, window down, though, like, hey, or just internally with, with no one hearing you cursing at the person. No, at, out loud in my car, but not rolling my window down. Like, you stupid... I 
love the lips. <laughs> the lips are moving, and we know if you're on Facebook or YouTube. You know what I just said. If you if you saw the 7 a.m. social, but yeah, I have definitely, oh. all right, definitely done that. So, so it's kind of like a 50-50 split thing, I, kind I of. Guess, yeah. I guess. I um, guess. So, so it's such intrigue go. on that one. I wow. Know. All That's right, great. JC, you're up next. Okay. Okay. Defendant, please rise. Oh wait, let me pick a card first. <laughs> okay. All right. The defendant. Oh, we're not definitely not doing that first one. Okay. <laughs> oh, can, we, can you say it later, though? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. So, okay. The defendant has dumped someone because their friends didn't like them. Is JC guilty or not guilty? The defendant has dumped someone because their friends did not like them. Steph, you go first. I think that JC is a very sweet guy and he dates women. I've heard his dating history where maybe some women not necessarily cheated, but wasn't in the favor. You you were the side piece. I think we learned on this on this bit. I just don't see your friend saying, I don't like this girl. And JC saying, yeah, you're right, dude. I'm dumping her. I don't see that. I see maybe like it not working out and you on your own were like, eh, let's, let's go our separate ways. So in this in this case, I'm going to say not guilty. You have never dumped someone because your friends didn't like them. Not guilty from Steph. Yes. Okay. <sighs> this one's tough because I know your friends influence you heavily as you do to them. You guys are a tight knit group of, of people. That being said... I don't, because I know you guys have told you, one of your other friends, hey, we don't like this girl. You need to break up with her. And like, I think the guy did it. Yeah, I, I banned her from our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so best I, do, man. I do know that has happened within yeah. your circle of friends before. Yeah, we didn't like her. She was mean. She slapped him. She was abusive. <gasps> oh. But I don't think, I don't think that you've ever done that. I think that maybe there was a couple of girls that maybe your friends weren't fans of, but I don't think that you dumped anyone because they didn't like them. I think that if you're going to dump someone, it's because you you didn't like them or they dumped you before you had a chance to dump them. I I, I don't I don't think I don't think that that is the case with you. So I am going to also go with a not guilty on that one. <sighs> Defendant is please rise. Yes. Are you guilty or not guilty of dumping someone because their friends, your friends, did not like them? What say you? Ah, uh, when this first came up, I started thinking about all the girls that I've dated. There's not, we haven't been that many as far as like being in a relationship. They've all done the dumping. But then I was thinking about one girl, the first girl that I, that I, that I dated. And this was back in 1993. She worked at Perkins. And I spent like all spring like trying to get the courage to ask her out. And I finally did. We went on a couple dates, summer of 93. And it was, she was so sweet. She was awesome. Having a great time. And then my buddy, Guy Gressley, came up to me. And he goes, dude, what are you doing with a girlfriend? This is technically my first girlfriend. I'm like, I, I know she's really cool. Man, summer's here. We got good jobs. We're going to be around so many girls. You don't want to be tied down in a relationship. And I'm like, you know what? You're right, Guy. And so I broke up with her. So does that count as he did not like her? I mean, he liked her, but he didn't want to see me tied down for the summer of 93. So because of his advice, I, I broke up with the girl. 
I feel like that counts. Yeah. I feel like yep. you are guilty. Yeah. Oh, wow. Easily influenced. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Summer of 93, after I broke up with that girl, didn't speak to one girl all summer. <laughs> and in the summer, I was so mad. I'm like, you idiot. She was a sweet girl. I could have been hanging out with her all summer doing fun stuff. But no, I got to be single with Guy because we're going to go out and get chicks. Not a one that summer. Is that why you like you wear those shirts that say lions, not sheep? Because now you don't follow the grain. <laughs> I, I, I make my own decisions I do now. make my own decisions. That's my coaching group that I'm in. Lions, not sheep. <laughs> I, th- I always thought, oh, this is like I'm, a fo- I'm not a leader. Or I'm a leader, not a follower. And now Guy Grizzly taught you not to be... A sheep. He did you know? back in 1993. Yeah, valuable lesson. Oh I my god. It. Yeah, buddy. I'll never forget that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then Mercedes, I kid you not. All summer long, I'm like, loser. Dude, where are the chicks at? <laughs> Here's a bonus. Um, if you're on the 7 a.m. social, this is what the other uh, question was, and I'm not gonna say it on the air because like, can what you read is it? that? Word? The defendant has had a a what? Oh! <laughs> did I say thumb? Yes. <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> hey, you don't not guilty. Lie, man. So that we're not doing that one. Not uh, guilty. All right, last one. I'm Are so, you ready, Steph? I'm glad you didn't say <laughs> that one. I, I would have said guilty. I, I no would have said not guilty on that one. I, I agree. My I, chest I, hurts on that. <laughs> hey, you could have been sucking. Oh, no, no, no. Steph. I'm sorry. I'm done. All right, Steph, you're up. Step up. Step all right. It up. <laughs> all right. So, um, Steph. We are bringing you here in court today to determine. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with this one. Has the defendant driven a stick shift car? Is Steph guilty or not guilty of driving a stick shift car? What's the other one? I mean, that is, is Steph. Can you no, say it or? Yeah, I can. I pushed a pull door. I just didn't think that was as interesting. <laughs> These are lame. I just, I just yeah. grabbed a random one. Grab another, I mean, grab another, another one. Grab another, another one. one. I want to know if she's driven a stick shift. Guilty. Before. Guilty. I say not guilty. I don't think so. I think she's too young. I think she's never driven a stick shift. I, th- I, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. We're going with stick shift because we're going to debate this. If you, th- I want to hear your reason for guilty. I say she has never driven a stick shift because that is, uh, I mean, she was literally born in the 90s. So she, I don't think that they, her parents had a car that was a stick shift. I think it's only been automatic. I think if you put Steph in a stick shift right now, she would stall it. There's no way she has driven a stick shift. You I, see? I think Steph could drive a stick shift and it was one of her dad's cars. And maybe she even had it as a hand-me-down when she first started driving. Her dad had a stick shift. Maybe her dad, I, I can see her dad in kind of like a sportier car maybe that was a stick shift. So maybe it wasn't her daily, her daily driver. But at some point she got behind the wheel of that car and Steph can handle a stick. Yes. Mm, mm. Guilty of driving oh, a stick shift at one point. Okay, this is, see, this is, this is better than we anticipated <laughs> because now I am really curious on this one. And, and people, look, we're getting so many comments on this one. People are like, not guilty. I say not guilty. Now, J- Carol uh, Chantel says guilty on this. Okay. So, Steph, step up, please. please. All right. Wow. This All is going really really, Yes. The defendant has driven a stick shift car. Are you guilty? Or are you not guilty? I am guilty of driving yeah! a stick shift. But hey, this isn't like I can drive it right now if you pull one up. This is me trying to drive a stick shift, but couldn't. So I, 
Well, that doesn't count, I don't think. Really? She got me. She put her hand on a stick and tried to move it. She was I in did. the car. Okay. And it was with okay. my dad. It was. I'll give you that. I with did your dad, too. Yeah, it was with my dad. I think I've told this story. What happened? So we were at the a parking lot of the YMCA back home in, C- in Chula Vista, and I'm trying to, to learn, but I never could. I My dad tried over and over. It was a weekly thing until he just gave up on me, and that was my attempt to drive a stick shift, but I technically still did. People are saying that doesn't count. That you didn't really, like, drive it. That you tried to, but you didn't drive it. Mm. Oh, I think that's guilty. I In my opinion, that's guilty. Uh, I tried it. I didn't. I wasn't the best. Again, I did it. Uh, I stalled a couple times. We'll give it to you. Okay. We'll give it to you. All righty. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, see, that was, it, it seems so simple right? on the card, but that actually turned out to be the most controversial one of the three of ours. <laughs> wait, wait, you guys can teach me. Teach oh. me how to drive a stick. Who's got a stick? Yeah. Oh, true. Does anyone know anyone with a stick? We I need don't. a stick shift. That's the problem. You can't Very find true. them nowadays. So we can't teach you. No, that's bummer. And are you guilty of pulling a push door or pushing a pull door? What was the other one? Yeah. Uh, pushing a pull door. Of course. That's all the, all the time. I, I, mean, that's like, oh. I do that at home. Yeah, I'm like, why can't I open this? Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, 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 I'm a fan of that segment. It's a lot of fun. That's it's fun. it's uh, open dry, so a bunch of things. Now we go from that to heads up, and we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up, and this is a great prize. We have your tickets to see Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno Mars at Dolby Live at Park MGM on February 1st. Your tickets right now. Just be caller 20. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds, and you will win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. Making me a it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant on the line. It is Tina. Tina, you're caller 20. Woo! Oh, my goodness. I'm super excited. Thank you, Mercedes. You're welcome. Let's do this. Let's make you a winner. Let's get you tickets to see Bruno Mars over at Dolby Live at Park MGM. You have two categories to choose from. Do you want to go with clam chowder or penguin? Penguin. Penguin. It is. Okay. Penguin Awareness Day is tomorrow. I did not know there was a Penguin Awareness Day. These are all different sea animals. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick? You, Mercedes. Okay. Perfect. All right, Tina. You know the drill. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. Ladies, you start now. Um, They are. They're really cute, and they go, or, 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 or. Yes. Um, this a great white whale shark. Yes. Um, you might order this at dinner with your steak. Steak in this, and it's got lobster. Um, yes, lobster. Um, this has eight arms. Uh, crab. Octopus. Octopus. Yes. Um, these might sting your leg. Uh, stingray. No. Um, they're clear. Jellyfish. Yes. This is. They live in a, a shell and they poke their heads out. Crab. No. Um, they're, they're like slow, really slow. Uh, um. Crab. Um. Okay. Um. This is. Snail. 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 Uh, 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 no, she's still on this last one. Oh, Ten seconds. You got one uh, more to go. This is a big, giant fish. Uh, 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 killer what? Killer whale. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. I almost had a heart attack. Ooh. You got it, Tina. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm taking my best friend to see Bruno for her birthday. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Just so you know, Tina, for next time, let's say in your predicament and someone says, animal with a shell that pops her head out, turtle. Turtle. Oh, turtle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Congratulations. You're going to see Bruno Mars. Job well done, Tina. And you want to go see Bruno Mars? We got your tickets again tomorrow morning at 825 with Heads Up. And then still to come, 9 o'clock hour. Woo. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. And tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That's happening at 920. And don't forget, 940, we have your tickets to go see Madonna. It's Mix 94.1. I, I think everyone has maybe a, a person that falls into this category. And who is it for you? What were you just saying, JC? Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he was telling me that his babysitter passed away. Now, um, she's she's older. She's in her 80s. Uh, she's just old age. She's, just, she's an older woman. But he was going, he's telling me he's going to her funeral this weekend and he's speaking and he was telling me some stories about her as a babysitter when he was a young kid and, and just got me thinking about like, every, I think everyone has looking back on your childhood, or maybe it's happening right now, that memorable babysitter. And for me, her name was Blair. And I remember maybe she ba- babysat for us a bunch of times, but there's two standout moments with Blair. I remember Blair was babysitting us once and I had a crush on her. She was like in high school. I thought she was really cute. I'm, I was little and Fantasy Island came on and and Fantasy Island I I, I didn't understand the show cuz I was a little kid, but I remember being scared with it. But she wanted to watch Fantasy Island and I remember her calling like, "It's okay, JC. Come over here, sit next to me. I'll hold you." And being like all awkward like I didn't know like my emotions and my feelings as like, "Oh, Blair wants to hold me." It was just a really like, I don't know, Weird thing as a kid, because uh, I had a crush on her. I didn't understand my feelings, but I think this was Blair's demise because my mom had a, a parakeet, small little bird, and uh, my mom would take it outside at night and put it on the back patio when she's out there with with my dad and stuff, and let the bird get some fresh air. And she told Blair that, like, hey, you know, feel free to take the bird out back and give it some fresh air. Well, Blair did, and apparently she had the door open, and she didn't tell my parents that she took the bird outside. She, my parents come home. Next morning, my mom's like, where's the bird? She goes outside. The cage was outside, and the bird was missing. Oh, no. So the neighborhood cat, something so, something got the bird. So because of Blair, I think that was the last time Blair babysitter. Because of Blair, the family parakeet is gone. Did you have a, a babysitter and a babysitter horror story? Like something really bad. Whether you were the babysitter and the kids were just nightmares or... Your babysitter was a nightmare. Who was it for you um, on when it comes to babysitting? Brooklyn had her had a babysitting job last week. It was it was her first babysitting <gasps> gig. And I was really nervous for her. But I knew she'd be she'd be fine because she she's so good with kids and she genuinely likes kids. But I was just, you know, a little nervous. I was like, okay, you know, let me know if anything's going on, you know, if you need me. Um, and luckily we know the family really well and their kids are really great. So there was nothing to worry about there. And so I asked her at the end of the night, I'm like, so how was it? She's like, really good. Yeah. We had a really good time. They were super sweet. And oh, it's funny when we went and picked her up, she, her hair was filled, uh, had bows all over it. The little girl wanted to do her hair. <laughs> And she had probably like 20 bows in her hair. <laughs> She's just like, oh, you know, but um, it was really good. And I told her, I go, consider yourself lucky because um, I, I've had some nightmare babysitting issues when I was the babysitter. And when I was babysat, like you talked about Blair, we had Tammy 
and Tammy was our babysitter and she babysat for us one time because when she um when my parents got home I uh I told my mom please don't hire her again. She was the worst babysitter ever. She screamed at us. She was on the phone the entire time with her boyfriend and she told us to shut up <gasps> when we wouldn't like I needed her legitimately for something. Uh-huh. I was like, "Tammy, um can you help shut up?" I was like, "Oh, okay." And I started crying and it was a whole thing. She's like, "You better not tell your mom and dad that you were <gasps> crying or else they're going to get mad at you." And she was awful. So I told my mom, she goes, "Yeah, we knew. I tried calling all night and the line was busy. Like we didn't have call yeah, waiting." Yeah. And she's like, "The line was busy all night." So yeah, Tammy was the bad one for us. Was Tammy in the lived in the neighborhood cuz Blair lived a couple houses down and they eventually moved. Was Tammy a neighborhood kid? Where, where did Tammy come from? I don't even know. No, she was not a neighborhood kid. She came I think she came on a recommendation. Honestly, I think that my mom was like, hey, know any good babysitters to a, a neighbor or something? And Tammy was me. <laughs> she was awful. Um, and I told myself I would never be a Tammy. But the one bad situation I've got myself into when babysitting is um, I uh, I started calling those numbers. Remember those numbers back in the day that you could call and they would charge you like a dollar a minute? Oh, like 900 numbers, like party lines or yes. wrestler hotlines? I called. You call the party hotline? It was a joke line. (laughs) I saw an ad on TV. I was like, oh, jokes. And I called it like 70 times. Not that many times. Probably 10 times. So like the next month, the lady comes over and is like, hey, did you call a party line? And I was like, no. Why? She's like, okay. We just got some charges on our phone bill. And she's like, I'm going to go back on the dates and look. And And my mom overheard. She goes, did you call? I was like, Yes. She's like, you're going back over there right now and you're telling them. And so I had to go back there and confess what what I did. She was really nice about it. I have to say she's like, it's okay. Maybe we could get you to babysit another time and maybe, you know, to even it out. You uh, do this one for free. And I was like, okay, sure. So I babysat for her for free once and we called it even. But Oh, man, it was bad. I was so embarrassed. Those 900 lines, you would call them, and especially with wrestling, it was it was like the original clickbait. They get you on the phone, and so if you're calling a joke line, it's not like, hey, why did the chicken cross the road? And they don't drop a joke with you in the first 10 seconds. They want to keep you on longer. Yep. Like, thanks for calling joke line. Are you ready to laugh your, you know, so hard your stomach hurts? Are you ready to hear something super funny? Next thing you know, like three minutes in, like, where's the joke? And they finally give you the joke, and it's, it's, it's at X amount of dollars per minute. You've been on there for five minutes. It adds up. I think I, I think I also called one nine hundred mix a lot to kick those nasty thoughts. Remember from the song "Baby Got Back"? <laughs> that one nine hundred mix a lot and kick those nasty. I think I dialed one nine hundred mix a lot. What was your nine hundred <laughs> number that you called when you were a kid? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Because mine was a wrestling hotline. It was a, a rest, Mean Gene hosted it, uh, and it was the same thing. But he went, welcome wrestling fans. You want the latest on Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Well, I'll tell you what. Seven minutes in, he's like he beat Sting over the weekend. You're like, okay, that's twenty bucks to find. That Hulk Hogan beat Sting. Yeah, it, it was it was uh, such a racket, man. <laughs> it was such a racket, and I'm I'm like ninety percent sure I was like calling that number. So, ladies, yeah, ladies, if, if the butt is round, you want a triple X throwdown? Down one nine hundred, mix a lot. That's why I called. Baby got ballet. Don't give out the number if you don't want kids calling it. I mean, come on. What was I supposed to do? Oh, can you still do nine? Let's get a Mercedes in the morning 900 number. Want the latest behind the show gossip? Call 900 Mercedes. But before we get to that, let's tell you about this.
One time. <laughs> so slow. Just, oh, man. So messed up. Someone's like, someone just texted and said, I call Miss Cleo. I got in so much trouble. Oh, Miss Cleo. Oh, my gosh. I remember. We had a Miss Cleo soundboard we used to play all yes. our reactions from. That was so much fun. Uh, that was back in the day when I was in the studio and I could hook up my computer and play all the... All the Miss Cleo jobs? Yeah. Uh, to Miss- the break of dawn. Maybe gotta go in. I knew this song by heart. I still know it by heart. Our Miss Cleo jobs aren't playing anymore. That's outdated. They are. They don't even work. <laughs> Call me now for your free tarot reading. <laughs> I bet that we had to blow the dust off of that one. My God. <laughs> Call me now for your free tarot reading. Oh, wow. Oh, that was fun. Uh, hot threes up next. What do you got for us? All right. So some breaking news in regards to Alec Baldwin. He is going to be charged with shooting that woman on the set of Rust. We've got details coming up on that. Also this morning, what is the most bathroom friendly airline? Some uh, definitely something you want to know if you're traveling soon. And adults keep an average of 20 of these from their childhood. What are they? It's coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Some breaking news this morning. Alec Baldwin and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed will each be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter for the 2021 fatal shooting on the New Mexico set of the film Rust. The Santa Fe uh, First Judicial District Attorney says that uh, in a written statement shared with the media that um, the first assistant director has already agreed to plead guilty for the charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. They say after a thorough review of the evidence and the laws of the state of New Mexico, I have determined that there is there is sufficient evidence to file criminal charges against Alec Baldwin and other members of the Rust film crew on my watch. No one is above the law and everyone deserves justice. Now, Alec Baldwin's lawyer in a statement said this decision distorts Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked who assured him the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight these charges and we will win. So interesting to see how this whole thing just plays out. There's so many different layers to this. I remember like a couple months ago, they said they're going to continue with the movie and they hired her husband on to assist with producing the movie. And then does that mean Alec Baldwin's going to go to trial now? And yeah, why was there? Because there was multiple live rounds found on that set. Like, why were there live rounds on that set? Uh, that's yeah so much there's so many questions need to be answered so it sounds like this is going to uh definitely be something that's going to be in the headlines for uh for a while we'll keep you posted on that also this morning there is nothing enjoyable about having to use a restroom on a flight but sometimes you you just have to right there's a new study on airline bathrooms and it looked at the planes in each airline's fleet and they figured out which ones have the best ratio of restrooms to seats so that you'll you're less likely to have to wait if you do need to go. They found the most bathroom friendly airline in the United States is JetBlue with 51 economy seats per laboratory. Alaska Airlines was second followed by Allegiant, Delta or United, Delta, American, Spirit Frontier and then finally Southwest. Southwest's ratio is 66 seats per bathroom. 
15 seats higher than JetBlue. On the plus side, Southwest's uh, cattle call seating policy does let you sit closer to the bathroom if that's what you want. JetBlue also gets additional points for being the only airline to confirm that economy passengers are free to use the first class laboratories. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I always sit up front on Southwest. I try my hardest to get an A boarding pass so I can sit up close to the bathroom because that way when they do turn the seatbelt light off, you can be the first one to go up in there. Or when someone steps out, pop in there really fast. You sit in the middle of the plane, you got a journey to the back or journey to the front of the airplane to get to the bathroom. That's a long haul. I The one thing I don't like about is sitting in the front of a plane, like the very front, as in the first seats, is that you always have to put your carry-on bags up. Oh, yeah. There, you can't put it under your seat because the person behind you is putting something under your seat. You can't hold on to it. They're like, no, sorry, that has to go up there. And so while I love being up front because of how close it is to not just the bathroom, but the exit in general. It sucks having to put your stuff up there. So I've always tried to get the second one or yeah, the oh, third yes. one. Yeah, yeah don't, don't, don't take me the wrong way. I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, if, I, if I'm the first one on the plane and there's that first row's open, never first yeah. row. Because you can't put your stuff anywhere. It's, just, it's like nothing. What am I supposed to do with this? Didn't Southwest back in the day, or am I dreaming this, had seats that were like literally the first row was looking back at everyone yeah it was turned around it was like a party there was like six seats all all set up together and i remember one time we had just started here at the radio station and we were doing um a client trip they would take clients of the radio station to go bet on the horses in del mar and we would all fly southwest Uh -uh. and so we went and i got stuck in one of those seats and it was so weird because I'm sitting there and the plane takes off. So it's going up. But meanwhile, I'm facing down at everyone. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like leaning down, looking at everyone. Like, this, this is going up. You're looking down at the whole plane. This is so, and it was so weird. I felt like I was getting like, like air, airplane sick. I was just like, what is happening? I was all. And then when we landed, everyone is looking at me. <laughs> I'm like laying back like I'm in a dentist chair or something. And all these people are looking down on me as the worst. The absolute worst. I heard. I, I never went on one of those trips, but I heard about those trips. Didn't everyone just get wasted? Oh yeah, everyone did. Everyone got wasted. I won some big money one time. One of our clients, um, he uh, was like, "Do you know how to bet horses?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Okay." So he gets a paper and he's like, "Okay, these are the odds," and like, pick one. He's like, "You're a beginner. Pick someone's name that you just like." So I was like, "Oh, I like that name. Is something funny like chicken noodle soup or something? I don't know." So I pick it and. Would you believe it? But that that one came in first place. So I won like and the odds were stupid because uh-huh. I remember him saying like, uh, it's probably not going to win, but it'll be a good lesson for your first time. It won. I won like three hundred dollars. I think I bet five. Um, I was just like, whoa. So I started doing that. I walked out of there with like, I think a total of 800 bucks. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'll sit Southwest wherever you want me to go. <laughs> Mercedes is betting the ponies. Oh man. It, that was the first and last time I yeah, ever walk did away. that. I walk never away did that. Uh, finally this morning, if you think about all the stuff we lug around from our family home to family home, a good chunk of it is old childhood Toys. A new poll found that the average adult keeps 20 toys from their childhood. 65% of people say that they kept toys to pass them down to their children and grandchildren. 57% say they kept them because they're sentimental. And 59% say they're probably better than anything you could buy today. The number one toy people have kept is Barbie dolls. That is number one. Legos are next, followed by Hot Wheels, G.I. Joe's. 
Susie Homemaker Appliances. I'm not sure what, uh, I don't know what Susie Homemaker Appliances are. Is that like a little oven or like an easy bake oven? Maybe, yeah. Fisher Price telephones, light brights, slinkies, Rubik's Cubes, and Nerf balls. Um, some of the other toys mentioned were My Little Pony, Nintendo, Sega, toys like that. And toys like Beanie Babies and Trolls, which some people initially bought as investments. And then it's stuff carry over to your house that you brought from your home? I, I, I don't, I didn't bring any toys, um, over from my home but my mom still has them in the basement and i have barbies um i have strawberry shortcakes dolls um and the figurines and i just like a bunch of stuffed animals and stuff i think my brother has his gi joes and his he-mans i'm pretty sure castle gray skull yeah Yeah, i think he's got all of those do you have anything in your house uh i do have stuff in my house right now but it's stuff that i bought uh i started during the pandemic recollecting wrestling figures because i want to give them to my my nephew, if he ever gets into wrestling. But as far as carried over from my growing up to my house now, no. But there is still a handful of stuff back there at my parents' house. Some Star Wars stuff, a couple of G.I. Joes. We collected Smurfs. All of our Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars, and I had so many of them, gone. All of them just gone. So I guess they, they garage sale or donated, but yeah, that stuff is gone. Oh, man. It's like someone, wonder, someone's living high off the horse of, of, thanks to your G.I. Joes. Well, I want to raid your basement one of these days because it's like a treasure chest down there. You have oh, so much man. good stuff. There's so much stuff in there. Like, I'm actually, I, I'm really concerned for when my mom passes away because I don't know how we're going to go through all that stuff. It's and I, I've told her that. I'm like, can you just like start going through it? She's like, oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> on you. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, 9.20, weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. This is two nights. And tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That happens at 9.20. Six minutes away, weekends with Adele. This is your chance to win a staycation for two. Tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Be here. Stay with us till 9.20 for that. I have not seen these videos in the first place. Uh, Steph is talking about some videos of... Beyonce that are resurfacing. What what is this that you're talking about? Yeah, she did an old interview and I guess this interviewer found out that Beyonce is a beast at Connect Four. And they're playing while they're doing the interview. And she is crushing it. I mean, like, she is playing offense and defense at the same time. And I sent you guys the, the video on, on Instagram, so if you check your DMs, but is I, it the same one of her and Kanye playing Connect Four? It is not. Okay, because I've seen that one. I've seen pictures. I haven't seen video, but I've seen pictures of that. I'm getting sent these videos to me because I, too, was a master at Connect Four. I woke up to a DM this morning of that video being sent to me of Beyonce <laughs> and the interviewer. And she, and my friend Amanda, she said, I was just talking to someone about how you used to beat everyone in Connect Four, and that was your thing for a good while. I love Connect Four, and I would love to play you guys one day. Oh, you should bring it in. Oh, let's have a tournament. I, I oh. wonder. I'd like, do you have a strategy behind it? Is there like a method to your madness, or do you just kind of go with the flow and see where where the checkers take you? The technique. I don't want to give too much <laughs> away, but it's when you start. You want to try and avoid the middle because everyone goes goes towards the middle. You want to start a little bit off center. Um, but let's say someone else starts and they go in the middle. You instantly want to block them 
at least if they have two in a row. So if they have two in a row, you're instantly going to block them or you're going to figure out a way to not get the line that they're going towards. But for you, you're also looking at what you have and you have to be aware of the whole entire piece to make sure like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're too focused on themselves trying to get connect for versus trying to block you. Because when you're playing, you're like, oh, I'm going to get connect for versus, oh, no, also they're trying to get connect for as well. Mm. So playing offense and defense at the same time. That's is my too key. much thinking. I don't know. Do you have a hidden talent? <laughs> I, I feel like I have a strategy for tic-tac-toe, but it does. it's not 100% guaranteed. If, if someone else makes one move, it'll throw off my whole strategy and then it's going to end in a tie. But I can tell you, I I will not lose at tic-tac-toe, but I don't always win. I'll either tie or win at tic-tac-toe. Like a cast based, game? You, you work ba- the quarters? Yeah, ba- based, I, nope. It's, okay, it's I'm, a strategy. I'm drawing, strategy. A, I'm drawing a board right here, tic-tac-toe. I'm going to hold it up. Your X, where do you, where, where you want to put your X? Well, if you can go the middle, you always take the middle. If, if you can get a, the middle spot, that's it. Is that where you're going? Then but, you want your X in the middle? Yeah. Okay, so put Mercedes X. I'm going to be an O, and I'm going to take the corner. So on the top right corner, you got your X there in the middle. Oh, man, I can't see. Um, you got your X in the middle, my O is in the top right. Uh, let's see. Okay, um, I, I'll take right below the X. X down here? Yeah. So I'm going to put my O above you to block you from getting it. So now I've got the two O's up top, and I blocked your, your X. Okay, and then I'm going to block your O's. Okay. I think we're going to end in a cat's eye. I, did, I made the wrong move. I didn't make the move I was supposed to make. Uh, this is too confusing. I don't want to do the same. On air tic tac toe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your What is your hidden talent? Mine is, and this is this is a power when I when I apply it is driving home from Whole Foods, Charles uh, Charleston and Fort Apache right there. That Whole Foods, I can make it if I put my mind to it. I can make it from that Whole Foods up to my house, Summerlin West, Charleston, and the two fifteen, catching all of the green lights. Oh, that's pretty impressive. I did it once. I'm like, wait, I can do this. I, I, I did it a second time. I'm like, if I, it's you have to be focused. Sometimes you slow down a little bit. I'm like, okay, that light is red. I think it's going to turn green. So I'm slowing down in the back, and boom, it turns green. And you got to jump the light on Hualapai. Uh, it, there's a method to it. But if you apply yourself, it is possible to go from, from, for me at least, Whole Foods up to Charleston and the 215 past it, catching all green lights. That's a, I mean, seriously, just getting the timing right, that, that is an underrated uh, talent. I think we all have hidden talents. Who would have known it has to do with connect for tic-tac-toe and green lights? <laughs> <laughs> we got some known? skills. <laughs> hey, right after Ed Sheeran, your chance to win those tickets to go see Adele. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Dolly Parton's trending this morning. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And she was inducted rather reluctantly. Remember, she didn't want to accept the nomination originally. And they're like, well, too bad we're still inducting you. And she's like, well, I'm not rock music. I'm not rock and roll. And they're like, that doesn't matter. You are in music and, you know, we're still inducting you. So since then, she vowed that she would make a rock album so that her induction could be justified in her eyes. Well, now she's making good on that promise. She announced some big collabs on her new project. She went on The View and she revealed the following people are going to be a part of this album. Paul McCartney, Stevie Nicks, Cher, Pink, Brandi Carlile, John Fogarty, Steve Perry, and Steven Tyler. Now, she also says she's still working on securing some other names like Mick Jagger, 
Elton John, Jimmy Page, and Robert Plant. No word on when this album is going to be out, but you can bet it's going to be star-studded for sure. It's going to be huge. I'm trying to find the one because I saw after you did the story this morning, I saw a thing from about Journey and Steve Perry, and she's going to do this song with Steve Perry from Journey. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this album. Yeah, super excited. So Dolly Parton trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Princess Diana and Kim Kardashian. Now the reality star just added an incredible piece of jewelry to her collection. It is the famous diamond cross. The necklace once worn by Princess Diana. She bought this diamond encrusted necklace yesterday at a Sotheby's auction. The rep says that the piece went for $197,453. That's a pricey necklace. It's known as the Atala cross, which Princess Diana wore in 1987 at a London charity gala. The Garrard jewelry company let her borrow that piece for the event. And now it's, it's sold and it has ended up in Kim Kardashian's hands. I'm sure she has a very nice, expensive collection of jewelry. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. But that I I would just keep that as, wow, Princess Diana wore this. I would never wear it. There's no way I would ever wear it. So Princess Diana, she wore it just once, though. It wasn't like she didn't have it. Wasn't it wasn't hers. She's it, borrowed she it more than once. It. Yeah, exactly. But it was worn by her. So it's definitely iconic and was photographed many times, for sure. She's got a thing. She did the Marilyn Monroe dress. Yeah, she has a, a thing with the taking old old relics from other famous women and making them her own. For who's next? Who's, who's she going to do next? Yeah, really. Um, and then finally, she's probably going to get like uh, Dorothy's red ruby slippers. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, they look good. Uh, finally, this morning, Sleep Junkie is trending. The sleep science and review platforms looking for what they call dairy dreamers. They will pay people $1,000 to eat a variety of cheese and just right before bed over the course of three months, they want you to record your sleep quality, your dreams, your energy levels with a smartwatch, and then submit written reports. And what they want to do is determine if cheese impacts sleep and if there's any truth in the commonly held belief that eating cheese before bed has a negative impact on sleep quality and whether it increases the chance of nightmares. I've never heard that before they say that's commonly held belief i've ne- that this is like the first time i've heard it is that a thing where cheese is supposed to give you nightmares if you eat it before bed i think the times i had pizza or something yeah. or i had grilled cheese twice over the weekend no weird dreams after the fact is there a food that you have that gives you weird dreams no i can't say that there is is there something for you mm, i'm trying to think uh-uh or a drink yeah i i don't <sighs> I don't remember, like, I never have equated that. If I have a nightmare, I don't wake up and say, what did I have for dinner last night? I've never done that. So I I guess I'm going to be more aware of that now. When I do have a nightmare, I'm going to start thinking about what I ate the night before. Um, you have to be 21, at least, for this for this uh, contest or this um, this review thing. And it, you have to have good writing skills and a love of cheese. You have until February 10th to apply, and that is what's trending. Madonna will be here in October. Madonna, the celebration tour. Tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10 a.m., but you don't have to worry about that because your tickets are coming up in less than 10 minutes. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hey, Sandy, how are you? Great. You are caller. Yes, you're caller 20. You are going to see Madonna when her son.
Nation Tour hits Las Vegas October 7th. T-Mobile Arena. What What is your favorite Madonna song? She's going to be performing four decades of hits. What's your favorite? Well, I'm old, so virgin. Like a virgin. Oh, see, JC knew that. That's yep. why he was playing that I got for you. I, I, I knew, Sandy. <laughs> Congratulations, Sandy. You're all set. You're going to go see Madonna. And we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning for you in the 9 o'clock hour at 940. And actually, later on this afternoon in the 5 o'clock hour, Heather has a pair for you as well. It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. More tickets for Bruno Mars. More tickets for Madonna. And tomorrow is Friday. So we've got a lot of fun stuff. We're spinning the old wow wheel. And we'll also be getting you back to the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s with the Friday Rewind in the 9 o'clock hour. Can't wait for that. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. Lesson learned this morning always bet on chicken noodle soup he's like okay these are the odds and like pick one he's like you're a beginner pick someone's name that you just like so i was like oh i like that name is something funny like chicken noodle soup or something i don't know so i pick it and would you believe it but that that one came in first place so i won like and the odds were stupid i won like three hundred dollars i think i bet five um, I was just like, whoa. Here's the thing, Mercedes. I looked, and there was a horse named Chicken Soup in the late 90s uh-huh. that overall had 38 races and five first-place finishes. Oh, wow. I wonder if that's the one. That's your guy. Chicken Noodle Soup. <laughs> chicken Noodle Soup with the soda on the side. What's that from? <laughs> it's a song. Oh, is it? <laughs> Can't fool me. One well, of these days. Thing. Uh, well, hey, maybe that'll be my song for the old wild wheel tomorrow. Oh, yes. It'll play it into play? my category really? perfectly. Oh, now I've already given it away. Step, I, put it in. That's I my song. I can't wait to hear it. All right, that'll do it for show number 1763 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.